It's Monday the 6th of July 2020. My name's Alex Elliott and you're listening to The Week in Iceland, the programme that asks what's been happening in Iceland this week, why it happened and why we should care. I'm joined this week by the Ruv broadcast journalist Berkljot Baldusdottir. Welcome to you. Thank you. Um, asphalt has taken centre stage this week as the deaths of a motorcyclist and his passenger was attributed to the new road surface that was too slippery. Vegagerdin contractors have started removing and relaying asphalt at the site and in several other spots across the capital city. Althingi has started its summer break, but not before passing a proposal to help new Icelanders fully integrate into all areas of society and rejecting a bill on drug decriminalisation. Parliament also voted to pass the Environment Minister's Plastic Ban Bill that will come into force a year from now and see an end to single-use plastic cutlery, plates, cotton buds and much more. One man remains in custody over the house fire that destroyed a poorly maintained and overcrowded Reykjavik house in late June, killing three people. His custody was Friday extended by one week in the public interest as the investigation continues. The man lived at the house. On the COVID-19 side, the recent wave of domestic infections seems to have been stopped with no new cases diagnosed over the weekend. Civil protection chiefs worry, however, that people are relaxing too much and new tougher rules are being introduced for Icelandic residents re-entering the country. The authorities decided not to increase the assembly limit or the opening hours of bars. And Bioparadis is set to reopen this autumn, much to the delight of film fans around the capital area and even further afield. So, where would you like to begin? (laughs) Well, you choose. Oh, (laughs) I suppose. I mean, we don't talk about road surfaces very often, but that was a big one. They've they've put down this new tarmac, this new asphalt, and it didn't live up to the quality control standards. And then people slipped on it and and died. That's it's a shock. It really is because uh, I think we we talk about uh, asphalt uh, and the tarmac in the spring because of the holes that are in after the winter, mm. and uh, complain about uh, you know the Vega Gerdin will not is not doing its job or or doing it properly or not fast enough, but uh, I can't remember uh, this coming up earlier well at not at least not uh, uh, people dying i think i don't think we know really what happened you know we, we don't know what was wrong with the the uh, tarmac that was put on i but, don't uh, we know it was something you mm. know it wasn't like it should should be and they were very quick uh, removing it you know the 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 bad one but they they seem to be putting a new one on and i think i, I well, I myself, I'm driving more carefully, uh, I, I think, than I was used to uh, before on this new tarmac. So this was a shock, really. Yeah, and one thing we do know is that the first ambulance on the scene skidded off the road as well. So it was really very slippery. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the question is liability, because it was two private companies that, yeah. that worked on it. One put the stuff down and the other one was in charge of Eftilit, um, like mm-hmm. I guess, monitoring and, and quality control, basically. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and Vega the the road and coastal administration, said shortly after this that basically the responsibility is theirs, not the contractors, because they're the agency in charge. Yeah, and they announced it very quickly. They, they did. Yeah. 
But what does that mean? I mean, could we see prosecution over this or...? That would be that would be news, you know. I can't remember that happening before, and uh, maybe the, we we still have uh, we we will hear him hear more about it later, you know, because this is just starting. But uh, yeah, I I wonder why this hasn't happened before because this is something that happens happens every year. New tarmac, you know, these problems, the roads, you know, are bad. Uh, but uh, I don't can't remember this happening before, so mm-hmm. th- th- this is uh, something that we have to see later on. You know what, uh, re- how it resolves. Mm. And something good has already come of it. They've they've announced that they're going to be um, putting in reduced speed limits where the road surface has been recently replaced. Yes, I've noticed that, but I don't think people are really. Abiding to it, you know, the, the, because I just drove uh, past uh, a new uh, on on my way here, and it was you were supposed to go on fifty, mm. and I tried to do that, and you got a lot of uh, people going ahead of you, mm. so they were you know impatience is not uh, is something that happens in the traffic, but yeah. but I think that this is something for us to think about. I think, mm. I mean, out in the countryside where the road is faster, um, maybe if they put the limit down to 70, people would drive 90 instead of 110, That's and it right, might make a yeah. difference. I've sometimes thought about that. Why not pr- try to trick people? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully this doesn't happen again, obviously, and hopefully the delays caused... Because it's like you said, they have been ripping it up again uh, very quickly. Uh, very Just quickly. You know. Here outside on, on yeah. Bustavevig. I think uh, where I was in Gutlindbro, I was driving there, and... Uh, on this new one and it was like it was you know polished it was so you drove mm. slowly uh, uh the day after it was gone so they they had uh, overnight removed it so mm. of course that was very good you know uh, uh, re- uh, yeah removing it that quickly mm. so they they of course this was a serious matter you know and but people should never have to die yeah, but as long as lessons are learned, uh, but we still don't know what happened. But what what was wrong with this? Was was it the mixing bad, or what did they do? Was it the heat? It wasn't that hot, you know. Mm. Uh, uh, the warm weather. No, I, I don't think we know what happened actually. And I think um, I, I'm not sure we have uh, we have uh, you know got the answers for that. But it was. Very shiny, like you said. Yeah. I mean, I saw it here on the road outside Ruv on Bustavegur, yeah. and I n- made a mental note as I was riding my bike past that. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's really shiny asphalt. And and then a day or two later, this happened. Some people said that uh, uh, it was the rain. You know, it rained immediately after it was uh, late, mm. or or uh, and that happens all the time. Somebody said. Uh, but that, that's what I say. I think we need to have a, a sort of proper research or an announcement because if, you know, some, someone saying or telling us what happened really, you know, what, what was wrong mm-hmm. with this. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a good moment to move on to uh, another topic. Where were we? Anything standing out to you? We had the 
the, the bills from Althingi and uh, yeah, that, that, there's one thing that is stands out to me there. That's uh, the um, that's the uh, decision uh, to uh, put psychologist. Uh, how do you how do you say this? Uh, that uh, psychologists now can, if you go to psychologist, you can you can uh, get uh, the health insurance, Icelandic health insurance, to pay part of it. Like if you go to a doctor. For for what, sorry? Part of... Psychologist. Oh, Psychologist, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, they have uh, uh, sort of uh, been uh, outside Icelandic health system. Mm. So if you go to a psychologist, you have to pay full price. So people who go there are people who have money mm. and uh, that have money. And... And of course, that means because psychologists are working uh, differently from doctors. They don't give you medicine. They sort of help you along, um, sort of, if you are dealing with something, uh, they can sort of guide you along. And they do different methods. And they are often, uh, if you, uh, if people go to psychologists, they can, it can prevent them, people from being seriously ill, mentally ill. So uh, psychologists have been fighting for this for years. I think I I, I remember writing uh, news about their fight for being part of the health system for maybe 15 years ago. Hmm. So this is a long fight. And certainly, because mental health care is a problem in Iceland, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, and uh, there is a lot of anxiety and uh, depression and and uh, uh, so this is was this one of the decision at Althingi and it was really odd because it was a good was good news and the bad news so <laughs> and the good news were that the, the health minister got this bill through and it was agreed. In par- Parliament, that uh, psychologists would be part of the health system, so uh, people can go there uh, and don't have to pay this full price, uh, expensive uh, time. But the finance minister minister said, "There's no money in it, so <laughs> it's just halfway. You know, you've got this bill, you've got this uh, new law saying that psychologists are part of the health system." But uh, the fi- Minister of Finance said, sorry, we, we are not, uh, uh, there's no money there. So you can't, you know, the, the health, uh, Icelandic health insurance doesn't have any money to do this. You know? So what does that mean? Are they yeah, going to well, to... <laughs> that's what it's, uh, well, I hope this means, you know, because I know people uh, have been fighting for this and, uh, and uh, uh, I hope this means that uh, this, uh, this autumn, uh, there will be a new bill, uh, budget bill, mm. and I hope they will put some money on it there, because this would uh, maybe help people before they get uh, before they get seriously ill. You, you know, you can get help immediately. So, and not, not to mention the massive bill that's already being paid for antidepressants and, and, and other. Absolutely, chemical um, treatments. That's right, yeah. and and that's what they say. They say it's a, this could uh, sort of reduce cost, you know, actually, and uh, and also this can, yeah. I think this is uh, this is one of the things I noticed especially because I I remember writing reports about this for so long. Well, they, they regularly the uh, psychologist union are uh, sort of trying to get this through. Mm. So.
And what about dentists? Yeah, they're still out there. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird, I yeah, find. You absolutely. Know, I mean, teeth are a physical part of the body and the mouth is a part of the body. Uh, it should not be completely separate. I think I think this is uh, <laughs> this is something like uh, if if so, if somebody asks why why is it like that it's just because it's it's like uh, in the olden days uh, when they were, you weren't allowed to drink beer in Iceland and people mm. ask why because because it's, mm. you know there's no answer you know so maybe maybe they will be next dentists maybe but they are paying uh, i think uh, for children i think uh, so they're half there, half there, I think. An emergency. Um, yeah, yeah. That. If it if it threatens your health. Yeah. <laughs> outside of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then that's you can right. Get it done. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, crazy. Um, the other controversial thing from Parliament before it closed was that the decriminalisation of drugs bill was thrown out, was voted down. Um, why was that controversial? Absolutely don't know that. the The thing is, everybody seems to agree on this. Mm. This is one of those uh, bills that everybody agrees on, but it doesn't go through all the same. And uh, I don't know why it happens, but it seems to. If if you don't know what's going on behind, I think, uh, in 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 you know behind the closed doors in Parliament when they are trying to decide on things. Uh, I, I don't understand why, but they say, I heard one explanation that this was like an imperfect bill because it came from the Pirate Party uh, and it wasn't properly, you know, uh, made. Or uh, so, well, if I just, what I heard, you know, I'm not, you know, th th these are not all my opinions. This is w what I heard. That, that was the one explanation. And I heard that from one of the uh, member of parliament for the, for, for, uh, Sjálfstæðisprokurinn, Independent Party. And uh, then somebody said, and this is uh, uh, not, um, this is just somebody, you know, said that they don't like pirate parties, so they don't agree on their bills. I think that was on Facebook. <laughs> mm. And, you know, uh, something, maybe maybe we will see a better one in, in, the, uh, in the autumn. You're, I don't know. But everybody seems to agree on this mm. all the same. I mean, you're echoing the opinion of, a, of another interviewer I had recently who used to be in Parliament um, and said, just opposition bills have got a very low chance of getting through. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but if it's a good idea, then the government parties would often pick it up and make their own bill. Yeah, yeah that's right. Down the line, yeah, yeah. And that's that's a, that's a bit sad, you it know, is. because because uh, people are not uh, uh, the way they they work in at Althingi. I think uh, we sometimes compare us to uh, Scandinavian uh, countries, and there uh, I'm told that. Uh, People uh, bills from the opposition go through if it's a good bill, mm. but here it's uh, like uh, I think maybe if you are in the opposition you get one bill through, and it's chosen maybe you know I think it's very little and I think this is one of the sad things about uh, the Icelandic Parliament and people complain about the way it works. Mm. It's like 
always me and you, you know, and there's a division and, and uh, the opposition seems to be really more sort of showing some action and they are always against the other ones, you know, no matter what it is. It's, it's weird, I think, mm. you know, and this is one of the explanations I've heard. So the bill itself, most people support it because of the concept of decriminalising drug users so yeah. that they can get help and and admitting that the, the end users are not the problem. Is that, that's my understanding of it. Yeah, I, uh, it's, it's the same. I understand it that way. And I uh, hope it's uh, true, but uh, I, I haven't really looked into it that much. I don't mm -hmm. know much about it further. Uh, but it seems very logical, you know, that... Uh, uh, and 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 uh, we are not the first uh, who thought about doing this. I think that it's being done everywhere, mm. because it sounds logical not to sort of punish people who are dealing with this problem, but uh, you know help them along. Mm. And they are the ones, you know, the drug users are the ones normally that get uh, caught, you know, because they are the sick ones, but the ones who are really, you know, the criminals, they, they are never there. So that, this sounds very logical to do. Mm, I agree. And it comes in at the end of the same parliament session in which they already agreed to do um, what they called safe injection spaces. Yeah, yeah. Is it called that in English? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So so that drug addicts can get some level of safety and, 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 yeah. and hygiene. Um, so they, those two things don't go well together. Because what would keep people away right. from using these spaces is that it's decriminalised yeah. and they could possibly face arrest for for going there. Absolutely, yes. So, yeah. But I think they are already being... Uh, uh, I think uh, that it's already there, the, these Nestlerimi, these uh, safe places. Mm. So the, 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 you should, the law should have been made sort of... They should have agreed on it now. I think it's important that this will be done. And they've been preparing for this safe places for, I think this is two or three years that they have been, the Röde Cross and the Red Cross is working on this mm. safe place. So so I think that's, I hope they, uh, they I hope they do it quickly when they come together again. I think it's in August. But... Uh, thinking about parliament is that they they have got really problems on their hands you know because of all the, all they they have to rethink the uh, budget bill completely for next year yeah mm. because of the covid you know yeah no big changes there yeah um one more political thing maybe the plastic bill passed so starting in early july next year um things like plastic cups and plastic knives and forks and and Cotton wool buds on plastic rods will be uh, outlawed. Won't be able to buy them anymore. Yeah. Have you had any? Have you noticed any feedback to this? Are people generally happy with that? It's no. I haven't. I haven't noticed any feedback on it at all. I think maybe I don't know why. Uh, I wonder because you sense that uh, some news are sort of people. That the, because of COVID, uh, some news sort of are put aside, mm. and you the people don't have ear, ears for anything but COVID news. 
that happened while we were in this lockdown or well, almost lockdown. And you, you, you couldn't, you know, there was no news if it wasn't COVID. So I maybe I so I saw this plastic ban and everybody is. I think this is also one of the things that people agree on. Uh, but I haven't heard anyone mention it at all. Mm. But n- not at all. Mm. But uh, this maybe this is a uh, quite a lot of change, you know, for people. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a step in the right direction. Absolutely. For for the planet. Should yeah. have been done earlier, I yeah. think. So you mentioned COVID. <laughs> maybe we should go there. Yeah. <laughs> I asked um, Olaf Baltusdottir. That's right. No, Ragnarsdottir. Um, back in March, if she thought on this program, if she thought that it was the biggest news story since the Second World War, she said, "Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, there's been a lot that's happened, but now here we are, six months later. What do you think?" Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely the biggest, and uh, mm, this is uh, also the most surprising thing that has happened, and and it's weird because. I've been doing a lot of health news. Mm. It was a, it's sort of my area, and uh, I have and uh, we have, I have interviewed uh, uh, the epidemiologists <laughs> about um, uh, diseases that come and go, uh, flu and the uh, all all of the, the and the Spanish flu that uh, had a uh, you know was an annual. Um, Hundred years ago was here, mm. and they say this. They said this. Will there will be another one like the Spanish flu or even worse? And they say it. And you know, for me, you know, easy to write it up. I say, this, this epidemiologist says that we will get another one, mm. and it will could be worse and bad, and it will change everything. And then you sort of forget it, and then it happened. And the, I know about at least two I've interviewed that could say, I told you so, <laughs> but they didn't because, you know. They, uh, they're professionals. They're professionals, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but they could have. And so uh, what is surprising about this is that uh, you couldn't imagine it. You know, so I knew this, you know, this could happen and it will be bad, you know. And uh, what that really meant this can happen and then this will could be bad, you know, and I don't know if we could deal with it. I remember one saying, mm. you know, our healthcare system could be in trouble if this happens. And I said, wow, no, oh, no, okay. And then I didn't think about it anymore. And I didn't know what it me- meant. And I know it now, what it meant, really. And that's that was surprising for me, you know. That, uh, and and I think this is the uh, huge. I think it has changed the way we think, and I think it probably will um, speed on, or, or how do you? It will change a bit. I, I know I'm, I'm, you know, probably going too far. I think that it's changing a bit uh, the world order a bit. Because we are, um, uh, we are ha- we, most countries all the all over the world. It's not just the Western countries. All over the world, people have to th- uh, renew the way they think about diseases, about uh, uh, how they deal with them, mm. uh, about uh, 
borders, countries, uh, and uh, politics, because suddenly you are reminded that um, this this virus couldn't care less uh, if you're a capitalist or a communist. It goes where it wants to, mm. you know. So you can't say, you know, like uh, President Trump is trying, you know, I'm just thinking about my people, you know, because... Uh, we Americans are, you know, best and something like that. This is some phrases of his, I suppose. Uh, but the virus couldn't care less, so so it goes where it wants to. And uh, so I think this is huge, and I think it will we will make the poli- politicians and the, those who and and most people to rethink uh, the world order even. And it's a bit weird, people talking about banning people from the states coming to Europe, they are not allowed to come to Europe. Uh, but I, th- I don't think anyone from outside Schengen uh, is allowed to come to Europe. So chi- the Chinese are not uh, coming but from uh, to, to Europe. But uh, there, there was a concept, there was uh, so some talk about allowing them to come mm. from China, but not for people from the states. So, how weird does that sound to a, a people from uh, in Western, you know, the Western countries? So the, the, these are new times. It's huge. Yeah, and talking of borders, um, it's changing here again. <laughs> um, we, you and I, if we want to come back into Iceland, are going to have to quarantine for four or five days. It's a lot better than fourteen, <laughs> and then get a second test. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that's going to have? Is that going to affect people's travel plans, or are people quite willing to to deal with that because it's not so long? Well, it has uh, affected my travel plan. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Well, I had to really. I, w- I was going to. Uh, well, f- I was uh, going to travel to Europe, but I, I I don't think I will be now. Uh, and uh, especially since um, my son lived in uh, in Canada, mm-hmm. Montreal, and uh, he has just arrived, and I've been watching him uh, deal with all this. And you know, he's he's not allowed, uh, couldn't go to see his grandma. He had to quarantine, go to another test, you know, and he's not allowed to meet people. And uh, then you start looking around, saying maybe I just travel in Iceland today, to, this year, and I think it will absolutely affect people. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that this is, you know, it's uh, uh, another thing is uh, the the uh, like Iceland Air and other uh, flight companies. They seem to have schedules, but you can't rely on it. And uh, you know they, they you can and if you book a flight, you don't know if they really go, mm. and and then you, then you can suddenly hear you know we're not going, and what do you do then? Do you get refund or do you go? go you know so this, this, these these are tr- too much of a trouble, I think I think people will rethink. And I uh, uh, I was uh, working this weekend and the the. Somebody that we had, uh, we connected, we contacted two uh, travel agencies, and they said uh, they already had some uh, 
people uh, uh, postponing their trips because mm. of this, because of this latest decision. So it's affecting. Yeah. Well, I do declare it's happened again. We're out of time. <laughs> okay. Um, if you understand Icelandic, do by all means take a listen to my other show, Niaradit, which started this Saturday with the First Lady, Eliza Reid, and is available online. And it continues at five past eight this coming Saturday morning on Raustur with a good friend of mine, uh, the artist and bookworm Miriam Makkale. For now, though, it's a massive thanks to my guest today, Bergljot Baltusdottir. Uh, the Week in Iceland will be back next Monday, the 13th of July, on roof.is forward slash English, Roof English on Facebook, through the Roof app, and your favourite podcast platform. We finish today with Keirumi Vir Island by Sprengjöhertlin. Now, I know it's not the first time I've played one of their songs from 13 years ago, just because I like it. And I know it's not the first song I've played about getting out and about to see Iceland in the glorious summer weather. But frankly, I'm not sorry. Enjoy, and bye for now. Chalt och grillen fisk